Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVPC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to The Pulse. We hope that you're having a great week. This is an exciting episode of The Pulse. I'm sitting down with Pastor Pete and Dick Quinn, one of our elders, to talk about some exciting news. Right, gentlemen? You yeah. bet. A little yeah. bit of exciting news. I don't know who wants to break this news, but... I'll defer to uh, our elder statesman, We're gonna let Dick, Dick Quinn. Dr. Dr. Quinn. Run with this, Dick. Tell us what's going on. This is exciting stuff. Well, the, the bottom line is that uh, our church is working on uh, a name change. And we have decided on a, a name for the church. The session has voted that into effect. And uh, just so that you understand, this is not something that's just come out of the blue. Uh, this is something that we started talking with Pastor Deal about probably four to five years ago. It's been sort of circulating in conversation yeah. since that time. Session has taken it up seriously over the past two years. Uh, and we... Uh, we decided that this is the best time, given all the circumstances at the church, that uh, that we should pull the trigger on it. Yeah, that's great. We're moving into a new season. Are you going to share the name, or Pastor Peter, are you I going have... to do the reveal? The name of the church is Maple Valley Church. So the reality is, it's a new name, but it's not that different. So those of you that have, have a difficult time with change, we're not getting crazy, right? We're not getting crazy. I, I, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I don't think, it's, I don't too think crazy. it's too crazy. I don't think it's too crazy. What What are some of the reasons? What's some of the rationale behind the decision to, to go with a new name? Putting it in, in simplest terms, we're trying to say less with the name so we can reach more. Mm. Presbyterian, the word Presbyterian, is a rich, uh, historic word. It has great meaning and significance mm-hmm. if you know what it means. Right. But to the common man and woman on the street, uh, Christian or not Christian, it's a confusing word. What, yeah. what does that mean? When I talk to someone at, at your home group who's been attending here for 20 years and uh, said, I still don't know what Presbyterian means. Hmm. And so that confusion that's out there uh, can be a hindrance. And we're seeing yeah. that not only in our region, but really across the country. Uh, certain labels that we use, words that we use that uh, our Christianese to us makes sense, but they're loaded with with meaning that we may not try, we, we may not want to communicate. Sure, and one of the challenges as well is is just the fact that there are multiple Presbyterian denominations now. I mean, we have left one Presbyterian denomination to go to it to another because of differing views on a variety of different topics, and so even saying Presbyterian, you don't necessarily know nowadays what branch of you know, Presbyterian church you're a part of. So that's right. there's a whole other level of confusion there with the word Presbyterian. Our church is the least Presbyterian church in some regards that I've ever uh, had the pleasure of serving in. Yeah. We're not the frozen chosen. Right. We don't have high liturgy. Uh, we have not only uh, membership, but staff coming from a wide range of, of denominational background from every mm-hmm. corner of God's kingdom, which is a beautiful thing. There's a a freedom and newness of that that is encouraged in eco at the same time in some regards we're more presbyterian in the truest sense than maybe we ever have been our polity the way the church is run 
as a Presbyterian church, it makes it part of it means that we're a connectional church. Presbyterian, presbyter in Greek, uh, we are elder led. Uh, we are a church that connects and wants to serve with other Presbyterian churches in our region. So we're doing that now more effectively than ever. Right. We are a reformed church. Our theology hasn't changed. The way we elect our leadership, a democratically elected elders. Dick, you've served now. How many times have you served as an elder? Or how, how many years are you into your current term? Uh, I'm currently serving my sixth year as an elder. So this will be my last year in this in this group set. And so terms. according to our Presbyterian Paul, you have to rotate off. Yes, I have Someone to. else will, will be elected by the congregation. That's, that's, right. Those are things that are core to who we are. Yeah. But a new person coming in, you've talked about front door. Tell us a little mm -hmm. about what your take on this, because you've been part of this whole conversation yeah. long before. These conversations have been going on on for a while, and part of it is because someone who's coming expecting kind of your traditional Presbyterian experience on Sunday morning is probably going to be quite disappointed because it is very different. You know, you could walk through the doors, and it doesn't feel like a traditional Presbyterian church. But to your point, the polity, the theology remains the same. That doesn't change with the name change. But we do want to create an environment where we have uh, fewer obstacles in terms of helping people walk through the doors. We want to break down those barriers so someone can walk through on a Sunday morning, um, have a good cup of coffee, connect with people, hear the gospel, and remove some of those other things that might otherwise keep them from walking through the doors initially. And as with the vast majority of denominations, there are preconceived notions, ideas about those. And so if we can remove some of those in order to help people walk through the front door to be a part of what's going on on a Sunday morning, I think we really feel like people will, will feel at home. They'll feel welcome. They'll be invited in by the host team. Um, they'll connect with other people during the greeting time. They'll hear a message that um, is challenging but also relevant to their life. The time of worship will be engaging. Um, it'll be honoring to God. And so trying to remove some of those obstacles that would ordinarily keep somebody from stepping through the doors of the church in the first place. Someone who's seeking the Lord for the first time, the question we want them to, to be asking, the Spirit is prompting them, what must I do to be saved, right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly the question they asked of the apostles. Someone who is a Christian, but is finding a church, or maybe they're coming back to the faith and they want to take that next step in their journey. Mm -hmm. That's the question. How, how can this church help me grow in my relationship with Jesus? Yeah. Or our language would be, what's the next step in your spiritual journey? Absolutely. The question should not be, do I have to be a Presbyterian yeah. to be part of this church? Do it's I good. have to be something that I don't even know what that is? A label, so many labels are, are being dropped mm -hmm. today. We want to set that aside. Now, legally, uh, we are still MVPC. Mm -hmm. uh, our polity hasn't changed, but... Uh, we're real excited about the new logo that's been yeah. designed, signage that's coming out, promotion, uh, communication. And something interesting, I meet every Wednesday morning with pastors in the area. I was curious to hear you know, what their take on of this was. Mm -hmm. They were excited. They were that's cheering true. us on. Go for it. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. But then they said, can we still refer to you as the Prez? From time to time? <laughs> I don't think that this change is going to take effect for many of us who've been here for years for some time it might take five ten years we'll still be referring to it as mvpc that's okay yeah if someone asks you well tell me about your church what kind of church is it mm -hmm. we love jesus we're christ-centered we're bible-based we preach the gospel well tell me more tell me more 
well, we're a Presbyterian church. That's not mm-hmm. um, out of balance. It's not a taboo yeah. word right? to say. Absolutely. And Dick, we were talking before about the fact that there are a lot of other churches that have done similar types of things. They, they've changed their name to make it easier for people to walk through the doors. We were talking earlier about John Ortberg's church. and uh, Big church in, in the Bay Area. Big Huge church. church. Yeah. Uh, yes. And they, yeah, they changed their uh, name from uh, Menlo Park Presbyterian mm-hmm. Church to the church at Menlo. Right. And they even dropped the park portion of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And we see this even in our own community. New Life Church is an Assemblies of God church. Um, New Community has Baptist roots. We look at uh, Cornerstone, the United Methodist Church. And so we see just even in our own area churches that have strong traditions that um, are still a part of those denominations or those organizations. They've dropped that just because it makes it a little bit more inviting and a little bit easier for somebody to come in and really experience what the church is all about. Well, let me put a question to you. Absolutely. Generational Hope was mm-hmm. an Assemblies of God of yep. whatever their name, but they had their denomination yep. talk. They not only dropped that, but then they changed it. Generational hope. Mm-hmm. So, what's your take on? We didn't change it completely to something else, mm-hmm. and we we talked a little bit about concern. This is there's been a lot of thought in into this. Yeah, Maple Valley. We have folks coming from many different mm-hmm. towns. What what's your take on that? Yeah, the concern that we had was just that we want Maple Valley Church. Hey, Maple Valley Church it, it to started, be... It started to roll I have to think about it there for a second. But Maple Valley Church to be a place where David people... David will have to put $2 in a bucket every time oh, he says... Man. Uh, <laughs> on, on, the, on the pulse. That's right. Uh, you know, we want it to be a, a, a regional church, a church that can be inviting for people in Renton or Kent or Covington or Ravensdale or Black Diamond. We want people to come from different places. But at the same time, Maple Valley is where God has planted us. This is the community that we call home, you know, kind of as a collective body. Um, And so Maple Valley Church, uh, it really is kind of who we are in a lot of ways. And if people are coming from other places, that's great. We want to invite them in to be a part of it. Um, But there is this rich history with this church and, and being referred to as Maple Valley Presbyterian. And so being able to carry some of that forward into the future there's also um, a lot of value in that because of the, the reputation that the church has developed in the community. Um, there's a lot of name recognition, and so while we're losing the Presbyterian uh, part of the name, Maple Valley Church is still quite similar in a lot of ways. A, so. a brand new church coming to town, it would be presumptuous to plant a church or mm-hmm. if a church had started two years ago and claimed the name of, of, of a city. Right. Been here a long time. Yeah. At the same time, we, we looked at all sorts of different words. Mm-hmm. Maple Valley Community Church, Maple Valley, someone said, well, how about Christian Church? How about any number of things? Mm-hmm. And we kept coming back to less is more. Yeah. Right? Less yeah. is more. Mm-hmm. Clarify, simplify. And, yeah. and that this would, hopefully, our, our desire would be that this would be helpful in the way we share about our church, invite neighbors and friends to church. And the conversation would lead mm-hmm. away from confusion that we all have and to clarity and point us to Jesus. Yeah, and we're in this new season of ministry. I mean, it's an exciting season. We're wrapping up Gen to Gen here in a couple weeks, and we this whole Gen to Gen campaign has been about the future. You know, what can we do to continue doing ministry effectively well into, into the future? And this name change is a part of it. You know, we want to honor the past while moving forward to do ministry into the future. The new logo kind of pays homage, if you will, to the old logo in some ways, but it's updated and it's refreshed. Uh, to help us move forward so that we can continue doing ministry for many, many years to come. And speaking of involving the past, I had breakfast yesterday morning with David Deal, and I 
brought that name change up to him. Yeah. And he said, that is a wonderful idea. And it, as we all know, that he was involved with those conversations yep. going back four or five years. Yep. So he says it's about time, and he's, he's all, on, all on board with it. That's fantastic. Well, these are exciting days, gentlemen, exciting days. Lots going on and a lot of great things undoubtedly in store for us in the future as God continues to move us forward on mission. I want to thank all of you for listening to The Pulse this week. We hope that you have a wonderful week and you will listen to us again next week for our next episode. Have a great day. Bye-bye.